There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with Ettins. Troll! Troll in the dungeon! Yeah, this week is a little bit like a troll, but not quite. He's not a troll, but he's a troll. He looks like a troll to me. Yeah, he's uh, got he's got two heads. First of all, that's yeah. like the the main defining feature of this creature. Yeah, one has red makeup and one has blue makeup, which makes me feel like they're part of different factions or something like that. I don't know. It's kind of confusing. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a big orc troll dude. Uh, they have like the giant fangs that come out from your lower jaw instead of like the upper jaw yeah that's very orcish isn't it that's yeah very... they like i guess there's orcs in D as well but specifically this guy reminds me of like a gray skinned version of the orcs from a lord of the rings the first warcraft games yeah it's it's like warcraft or lord of the rings or like and i think the warcraft part of it is because of the face paint yeah I, I think that's why i think of warcraft yeah um but yeah the lord of the rings orky obviously a, a little bit D orcs but we haven't gotten there yet he kind of reminds me of drew mcintyre i don't know why <laughs> of drew mcintyre <laughs> yeah the wwe superstar drew, drew mcintyre yeah he's got a you club know and an i axe. don't disagree with you i like i agree with you but i don't really know why it's, if you cover one head like the blue one it's very drew mcintyre do you think it's because the Drew McIntyre wears like a kilt and this guy has a loincloth and you're just kind of like, here's a big dude with long I just, hair? I just see it like facially more than anything. I feel I like that's an insult to Drew McIntyre. I don't know why. He's handsome. Like Drew McIntyre is handsome. He could get it, but like, I don't know. <laughs> but I this just, guy, not so much. Yeah. Um, clubs and uh, that's an axe of some sort. Yeah, I... It's not a very good axe. I don't think it's... It's one of the... Like, it's like... A tomahawk? A hoe? For, like, gardening? But, like... <laughs> thicker and bigger, it looks yeah. like? Yeah. Because, it, like, it's a, a sideways axe head. Yeah. I think. He also has skulls in his loincloth. Yeah, I did see that. And, like, he has braided beard with, like, beads It looks like he colors needs inside a fanny pack. A fanny pack? Like he needs something for storage, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe he doesn't have a lot of things. Or maybe it just gets stuck in his loincloth. Mm-hmm. Like, literally stuck. Like, it's so greasy and gross that Ew. things just get stuck That's to gross. it. I don't want to think about that. Like, the top of our kitchen cabinets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think this dude's called? I have no idea. I've honestly lost track of where we're even at now. Well, we're in E still. E? Yeah. Edmund. Edmund? Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. And I'll get to why that's interesting, guess, in a second. His name is... Or this is an Etten. Etten. E-T-T-I-N. Etten. Okay. We'll talk about what you think he's good at, and then we'll get into the why Edmund is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. What do you think he's good at? 
Uh, smashing and passing. Uh, so I, Dex, no, because he's big, you know, and like the bigger you are, I feel like the less dexterous you are. Uh, constitution, yeah, that guy's gonna take a couple hits. That's like a 20. He's got high constitution, I feel like. He looks like he's seen some shit. Uh, strength, yes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, intelligence, no, absolutely not. No way. It's really hard. We saw firsthand with Bort having a second head really lowers. Really fucks you up. It really lowers your processing abilities. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's like a shitty. And Bort was not very good at that to start with. Yeah, it's a shitty upgrade to your PC. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't roll a random dice and have it happen. No. Uh, charisma, I can't imagine. It'd be very easy to talk with the giant teeth in the bottom of your mouth. Yeah, it would Rah! be tough. Imagine wearing a mouth guard all of the time. Well, if we just recorded the whole episode with me like this, with my bottom teeth sticking out. I think people would stop listening very quickly. Yeah, it's hard. You can't do much with it. No, I don't think so. You can't do much with it. You're, I feel very silly. You t- also can't pronounce some letters yeah <laughs> um and wisdom i'm gonna have to go with no on that too because he just doesn't seem like the kind of guy that he learns from his mistakes you know what i mean uh yeah i mean you're pretty much dead right about all of this yeah i, know. I can't I'm say really you're 100 percent right i'm getting because good. you did specifically say that he has a 20 uh constitution and he only has a 17 okay um so but like yeah you're right strength yes very strength uh 21 that's a plus five uh constitution 17 that's a plus three and then everything else is negatives uh wisdom is a zero so yeah you nailed it i feel like the design of this creature is probably the easiest one to be to guess the stats of not that you aren't like getting better at it in general but like it's very obvious what this guy is good at and what he is not at yeah. just by his design, which is good for them. They nailed it. Uh, do you want to learn about him? Sure. Tell me all about this guy. Okay. So before we get into the D&D lore, um, I did a little bit of research because I was like, I think Ettons are a Narnia thing, which is why I thought it was interesting that you're like Edmund because Edmund Pevensey is from Narnia. Is uh, it Pevensey? I thought it was Pevensey. I don't know, man. I read the books. I didn't... <laughs> you I didn't think see I the saw the movie, but like, I don't remember. It's Pevensey. Okay, well, Pevensey. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Edmund is from uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, and you guessed Edmund. And I was like, this is from the Chronicles of Narnia as well. Uh, and I, yeah, I wasn't wrong. Uh, I don't know how well you remember all of the Narnia books, but in one of them, uh, The Silver Chair... Uh, whichever kids were in Narnia that time. I don't know why I said whichever kids. Um, it was uh, Eustace Scrubs, their shitty cousin. Do you remember Eustace Scrubs? Yes. Yeah, he was in The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. I yeah, did see I that movie. I didn't watch that movie. That I, okay. I didn't really like those books. Like, after the first two, three? Yeah. Like, once, the, like, once like, all of the kids have grown up, and it's just, like, Lucy and... Um, her shitty cousin. Eustace? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Eustace, Eustace was a shitty dude. Anyway, then the silver chair, Eustace goes back again with his friend 
uh, someone who I can't remember. I had to look up what his friend's name was, and I didn't write it down because I was like, I'll remember. I didn't. Um, they go back that. to Narnia, and they're on like a mission to find a prince. I can't remember. One of Prince Caspian's sons or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and they had to travel through the land of the giants to get there. And the land of the giants is called the Ettensmore. Uh, so the Etten are the giants that live in the Ettenmore. Um, and they weren't nice. They were, I'm pretty sure they ate people. Uh, at the very least, they were violent. Uh, Ettens are giants in Narnia. Also, in Tolkien's Middle Earth, uh, there is a place called the Ettensmore as well. Only it's spelled a little differently. Uh, it's E-T-T-E-N as opposed to E-T-T-I-N. So the Ettenmore, also known as the Trollfells which was located on the west side of the Misty Mountains, north of Rivendell, north of like the mountain pass that they took in The Hobbit to get across the Misty Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where Bert, Tom, and William came from, like the trolls. I don't know how well you remember The Hobbit, but Bert, Tom... I've never seen The Hobbit. Okay, well, Bert, Tom, and William are the uh, trolls that captured uh, the dwarves and The Hobbit at the beginning of The Hobbit. And then Gandalf shows up and tricks the trolls into arguing until the sun comes up and then they turn to stone. <laughs> um, and then they raid their like cave and that's where they get Sting and Glamdring and Orcrist, which are like the elvish blades that Bilbo and then Frodo uh, use. Also, uh, Gandalf and Thorin take the swords. So I can't, like me personally being me, I can't believe I was like, Ettens are a Narnia thing. <laughs> and not, Ettens are a Lord of the Ring thing because... You know, I've spent so much time of my life just staring at the maps of Middle Earth. Like, I for sure saw Enton's more written on there. And The Hobbit is my favorite book of all time. Yeah. Uh, so it's weird that I went to Narnia first. But I guess Ettens are actually mentioned in uh, Narnia as opposed to they're not really talked about. In no. Um, it's crazy how there's so many parts of The Hobbit that just didn't like aren't in the book but like that exists like token made these places that they never traveled through and were yeah. maybe mentioned in passing once and they they exist like it's crazy it's wild that's one of the about. reasons and like i agree that the hobbit trilogy of movies has some issues like it's not they're not perfect but a lot of people complain like oh well that didn't happen in the books why is it in the movies but things like gandalf going off and leaving Bilbo and all the dwarves when they're about to enter Mer- so like he did that during the book you, they just didn't talk about it in the book because it's all written from Bilbo's perspective but doing it in the movie it makes sense to show him going off and dealing with the necromancer because well they're trying to fill up a trilogy of movies uh, but also it was an important thing that happened so why not put it in the movie you know there's a lot of stuff that exists in Middle Earth mm-hmm. anyway we're getting a little bit off track now. <laughs> uh, so Obviously, um, Atens aren't a D&D exclusive thing. Uh, I did a little bit more research, and it seems to indicate that Atens derived from Norse mythology. Uh, it's like, etymologically speaking, they all sort of derive from the same root. Uh, but it seems like the Jotun of Norse mythology are where it all started. Um, the Jotun are one of the non-human groups of beings in North mythology. Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, so like elves, dwarves, Jotun, gods, humans, I think, are the main ones. Um, sometimes those Jotun are described as giants or the word is translated as giants, but they're not necessarily giants. I think some of them are big and some of them are just like regular. 
Um, but the Jotun sort of evolved into the, uh, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but the Aotun in old English mythology. Uh, so they were mentioned in like Beowulf um, and they, the Aotun became sort of uh, referred to as Etons later. And they're part of like uh, Northern England and Scottish. And I think some of uh, Irish folklore as well. Um, but they are giants. Like those Etons are giants. So uh, there we go. A thing that I thought was, hey, that's from Narnia has actually just been around for thousands for of years. Thousands <laughs> of years. But that's uh, pretty standard. That's pretty standard. Anyway, with that out of the way, let's talk about Etons in Dungeons and Dragons. These dudes are giants, two-headed giants that act like orcs. That is basically their character description. We'll get to giants and orcs later on in this series. Um, Not far off from giants. Yeah, we're pretty close to giants. Orcs are basically, you know, they're savage and brutal and just generally unpleasant people. Not very smart. Do what they're told. Uh, not quite. Um, they're pretty organized as a group, but like, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, and giants are, you know, they're big, they're powerful. They've been around forever. They're like, they can be angry, but I think they're like, they're also kind of stoic and whatever. Anyway, so they're like a combination of both of those things. So Edens are basically like orcs though, but they're bigger. Uh, the Monster Manual also goes out of its way to make sure that we know that Etons never bathe and are covered in years' worth of grime and filth. Uh, they stink, and they look pretty gross. They really wanted us to know that. I don't, I don't know why it matters. I would have probably guessed that they'd be gross anyway, because, you know, look at them. Yeah. Um, they have two heads, and each head has its own personality. Uh-oh. Uh, they're basically... Two separate beings crammed into one body. So each head has its own name. Uh, there's not one name for the whole being itself. Uh, so if one head was named Peeble and the other named Clemp, you would refer to that Etten as Peeble and Clemp. Or you could technically smash their names together like a celebrity couple name. So in this case, you call them like Peeblemp or Clempeeble or whatever. Chances are they're not going to like whatever you call them anyway, because they're not going to like you. So just do whatever you want, I guess, and be ready to run. Yeah. Obviously, since both heads spend so much time together, or, you know, both individuals happen to share the same body, and they have no choice but to spend time together, they end up arguing a lot. Uh, they end up resenting each other. Each head resents the other head because they never get any privacy. Uh, they argue constantly. They think everything the other head does is a slight against them. So, you know, it's a tense relationship, which would which would suck if you can't get away from the other person. I mean, just sometimes living with a roommate can be so bad. I mean, we know that. <laughs> we know that. So imagine if you couldn't leave the other person's side. That would be terrible. Yeah, I can't imagine having to go to the bathroom with you. Yeah. Uh, aside from, you don't close the door anyway. <laughs> uh, aside from its other head, spending time with its other head, Ettons are pretty much solitary. They hate other Ettons even more than they hate their own head. So, like, if you think listening to two heads argue would be bad and loud and annoying, uh, just imagine how terrible it would be to have four heads shouting at, at each other and each one having more hatred and contempt towards the other head than the last. It would just be a noisy awful mess to be a part of uh they don't they don't like 
other people even less than they don't like Ettens as well. So, you know, it's just, they're just a mess of a being. Oh, and probably everybody else would hate Ettens. So I don't think that even if they wanted to hang out with other people, they'd really be able to, unless it was like necessary. The only time Ettens ever really hang out with other Ettens is, I mean, I think obviously when they're banging, you know, uh, <laughs> they don't like, they don't have sex for fun. It's purely a procreation thing. Oh, cool. The female Etten is the one that initiates it all, I guess. I uh, get it, girl. She'll find a den that she wants to live in for the whole six months of her pregnancy. Uh, then she'll hunt down a male and force him into her servitude, making sure he feeds her and keeps her alive until the baby Etten is born. Once the baby is born, she'll release the male back into the wild like a Pokemon you don't want to <sighs> store in your box and uh, take care of the baby Etten until the baby can hunt for itself and then she'll abandon the baby and the den and that's the last time that they'll hang out together all right valid valid uh oh also both heads will be either male or female i guess like you'll never have one male one female head on the same etten body i don't know if that matters or not i'm sure that you could just like role play it differently if you wanted to because who the fuck cares it's 2021 but like that's a thing they wrote down so i'm telling you okay despite the fact that the heads don't get along with each other though if they are working towards the same goal uh they can put those differences aside and are actually pretty effective and efficient at whatever they're both trying to accomplish (laughs) so obviously a big thing would be if they're in a fight or whatever you know having two heads they have a better sense of what's going on around them at all times uh they each control one arm in fights Mm -hmm. so that dual wielding is super easy for them like Mm -hmm. they don't have to train for it so it's kind of just a natural ability that they have which is pretty cool um only one of the heads will sleep at a time so that they'll never get surprised stuff like that so they're good at surviving together because like that's well they want to survive Mm -hmm. um so having two heads is advantageous sometimes just not if you want to be alone yeah totally uh, how how do you think Ettens came to be in the first place? Like, how do you think the first Ettens were invented? I don't know. Invented, created, born that way. It's a goddamn mutation. Two heads. I mean, in theory, like if you think about scientifically Siamese twins, that's probably one of the things that makes the most sense. So, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It is a mutation, but not not like a natural mutation. So the legend goes that a long time ago, some orcs stumbled into a temple of Demogorgon. Uh, If you remember, the demon lord Demogorgon has two heads. And apparently when the orcs entered the temple, since they weren't supposed to be there, some magic turned them into two-headed mockeries of the demon lord. So that's how they got their second head. It was magic of the demon lord Demogorgon being like, fuck you guys for disturbing my slumber. Valid. Those orcs went insane, uh, took off into the wilderness, and became the first Ettons. Oh, well, so yeah. orcs actually regard Ettons as cousins and will try to convince them to become guards or, like, members of their armies uh, if they can. Because, obviously, who wouldn't want, like, a giant battering ram to fight for you, I guess? Uh, but the Etten aren't really loyal to orcs, um, 
if they're provided with food and loot and that sort of stuff, they'll stick around, but they, they don't really care what happens to the orcs. Mm-hmm. And that is generally everything you need to know about Etons in D&D. Cool. Yeah. I think they're kind of neat. Yeah. They are kind of neat, for sure. I mean, I would be freaked out if I saw something with two heads. I think that's just like a natural human reaction to that kind of stuff. Like, if you saw that, you'd be like, oh, but especially if they're 15 feet tall it's like seeing an extra toe or something like i'm just like well for a minute there you're just like that's not normal um (laughs) but you know it's uh it's interesting we all love a weird two-headed troll orc demon thing yeah yeah do i have any questions about this week uh no my brain is not Not in question mode? My brain is not in a good place. Uh, So I'm sorry, but I don't have a question. Do you have a question for me? Um, No, but I guess friend or fiend? Um, mm, That's hard. I would say fiend because I don't really think that they've done anything that particularly sounds like they would make a good friend. Um, Yeah. Um, I would also say fiend. But on the other hand, I ran a one shot for a couple of my friends and Mark uh, played an Etten named Peeble and Clamp. That's where I got the names from, from my example earlier. Uh, And that character was amazing. Uh, He was like this bumbling brute idiot. I think he was a fighter. Mark voiced them kind of like the Yeti from Looney Tunes, Uh, like... I will love him and squeeze him and call him George. You know that guy? Do you yeah. remember him? Yeah. So you voiced one of the heads like that. I don't remember what the other voice was. And it was it was really great. Uh, you can have like tools, uh, craftsman tools and that sort of stuff in D&D. So Mark decided that people in Klemp would have a brewer's kit. And basically what that meant, because he is a giant, he just carried around like an actual brewing station on his back and was just constantly making beer everywhere he went. Interesting. Um, and it was super, super, super fun. So I think Ettons could be friends. Yeah. They can be. But as they're presented in the Monster Manual, they are definitely not. No. Uh, so I think we'll have to rate them as fiends. And then you can change them if you would like. <laughs> yeah. But on their own, no. Anyway, that's uh, Ettons. That's Ettons. Great. Let's getting on out of this Ettons episode. <laughs> That was terrible. Okay, bye, everybody. All right, bye. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision, or Twitter at darkvisioncast. Darkvision.